0: Inside Sources, sources. behind-the-scenes experience in Washington and around, around the, the, world. World. the world. Here's the opinion page editor of the Deseret News, Boyd, Boyd Matheson, Matheson, on KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Welcome back, everyone. Final hour of the extended version of Inside Sources. I am Boyd Matheson, the opinion editor at the Deseret News. Great to be with you here on KSL News Radio today. Hope you're having a great Tuesday. Hope you are back into the drill. Uh, Got the kids rolling in school, got all the systems put in place, uh, all the challenges taken care of. Uh, But I know that's not the case, so we're going to talk about that a little bit more later on. Uh, The kind of conversations we should be having with our kids and how we can do that. Uh, But before we get to that, um, I want to focus in this segment about something that came to my attention today from the John McCain Institute uh, out of Arizona. And of course, the late Senator John McCain. Uh, tomorrow is the anniversary of his passing. Uh, so he passed away just uh, one year ago today. It's hard to believe it's been a year uh, since he passed away. And uh, everyone remembers that uh, uh, many of the, the amazing speeches that were delivered during that time. Uh, one in particular from uh, Joe Lieberman, I thought was fascinating Uh, in terms of how they connected on different things, even though they were from polar opposite ends of the political spectrum, uh, they came together around things that actually mattered and things that would make a difference for the country. And uh, John McCain was not without his flaws or his critics, to be sure. Uh, He could be uh, very temperamental and and could find his temper (laughs) uh, on a fairly regular basis and uh, was not always the – we would have to use, Gustavo would have to master the uh, the beep button if we were to play uh, some of the uh, John McCain clips that I heard behind the scenes. Uh, but he was committed to his country, and he was committed to the, the people of the state of Arizona in a, a really amazing way. He was committed to this country, obviously, as he served, as he sacrificed, and, and as he led and, and really gave his, his life in service uh, many of the uh physical struggles he had, a result of uh, injuries he had when he was in the service of the country, Uh, but really interesting. So tomorrow, tomorrow on the anniversary of his passing, uh, the uh, John McCain Institute and his family are uh, promoting acts of civility. I love that. (laughs) Uh, There is no better tribute to anyone than to say, let's take a day and focus on acts of civility. And we've actually reached out to the McCain Institute, and uh, we are going to have uh, a representative of the McCain Institute join us on uh, Thursday this week, Uh, so in a couple of days. So I want to do a a few things here. They uh, are encouraging friends and former colleagues and residents of Arizona and around the country that when you can do an act of civility – a simple act of civility, uh, that you just use the hashtag acts of civility. And just a real quick one-liner. What did you do? How did it play out? What happened? Why'd you do it? Uh, and just share that. I think they're trying to create a, uh, an important moment for the country when we do realize that these simple acts of civility really are the strength of the nation, uh, that it doesn't require an act of Congress to, uh, to help a neighbor in need or to lift up somebody who's struggling, or just taking time to reach out to someone you might sense uh, maybe in a tough spot, or a difficult place, uh, or maybe without hope. And so we're going to encourage all of our listeners to engage. So the McCain Institute, uh, they shared a few uh, examples uh, to the business world. They said, uh, open up a dialogue with a competitor, and just see, is there any common ground there that can be had in terms of Two competitors in business coming together to do something good for the community. That's a, that's a worthy goal. Uh, another suggestion from the McCain Institute, commit to working with a colleague or a peer with a different perspective. So whether that's a different business perspective, whether it's a different perspective on a particular project that you're working on in your office or in your community, someone who obviously has a pol- different political perspective, uh, engage in a positive and in a different way and maybe begin that conversation from a different place. Uh, far too often we have people that we disagree with politically, and so, of course, we reach out with political conversations instead of personal conversations, uh, recognizing that if we if we can't get to where we can engage with each other and respect each other and understand one another, at least where we're coming from, uh, the chance for good governing, compromise, uh good public policy. None of that's possible. Another suggestion uh, for acts of civility, again, hashtag acts of civility in honor of the late Senator John McCain. Uh, His uh, the one year anniversary of his passing is coming up. It's actually Sunday. I misspoke before Uh, coming up this Sunday. Uh, They suggested that you call a family member you disagree with. And not just call them, but pledge to actually listen uh, that's a real tough qualifier. <laughs> it's one thing to to call it engage; it's quite another to actually listen and listen with empathy and listen with understanding, and to try to elevate that conversation in a positive way. And so, here's what we're going to do uh, over the next 48 hours. Uh, so we'll do this until uh, around two o'clock ish on uh, Thursday. Uh, I want to see whether you do it to our Utah Community Credit Union text line, which is 57500. Again, 57500, Utah Community Credit Union text line, only when it's safe. Uh, text in, what's an act of civility that you can do or will do? And then once you've done it, you can text that in too, uh, that will be an act of civility. And just give us a quick one-liner on it. We're going to assemble these. We'll share these a little bit tomorrow. And then on Thursday, uh, when we have a representative from the McCain Institute join us on air, uh, I want to be able to share some of the things that the people of the great state of Utah have done on a uh, day focused on acts of civility. Uh, So again, if you're just joining us, uh, we're going to go all in here uh, because I know the people of this state uh, and I do have to say other states uh, had someone come up to me uh, at a reunion uh, that I spoke at on Saturday and said, we listen to you in Wyoming. And so for our Wyoming listeners today, join us uh, in this. Again, this is a uh, a challenge issued by the John McCain Institute honoring the one year uh, anniversary of the passing of former Senator John McCain, uh, where they are challenging everyone to simply do a simple act of civility. So text in your ideas, text in what you do, give us some great ideas that we can pass along and maybe get some other people to do, and then use that hashtag acts of civility uh, and send that to us, post that on Twitter and on your Facebook and Instagram, uh, anywhere you can. Let's see what kind of good we can do in the world uh, over the next 48 hours. I think of all the ways that you could honor Uh, someone who served the country, whether you agreed with John McCain on all the issues or not. uh, I know I wouldn't have agreed with him on all the issues. Uh, There were things that I certainly struggled with, uh, but he was a noble man. He was a man of character uh, and courage, and he made a difference here in the United States of America, and I think that's a great way to honor the one-year anniversary of his passing. So join us. Get along. Again, the Utah Community Credit Union Text line, five seven five zero zero, five seven five zero zero Utah Community Credit Union Text Line. Let us know what is your act of civility uh, that you can do to make this world just a little better place. All right, we're going to step aside. When we come back, we're going to talk about what business is business in and where is that shifting with the younger generation coming into the workforce. Stay with us. I'm Boyd Matheson, opinion editor at the Deseret News. Thanks for being with us on Inside Sources right here on KSL News Radio. I'm Dave Cawley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast Cold. Don't miss Cold's new season three, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season Three: The Search for Cherie anywhere you get your podcasts. Welcome back, everyone. This is the extended edition of Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. Great to be with you today. Uh, really fascinating. So we talked in this uh, in the last segment. We talked about acts of civility. Uh, the fact that the McCain Institute uh, on the anniversary, the one year anniversary of the passing of former Senator John McCain, uh, has issued a call for acts of civility and for people to use that hashtag uh, acts of civility. And so I thought if there are any listeners anywhere in the world that can really make a dent in uh, making a movement, uh, it's the listeners of KSL. And so I've thrown it out there over the next 48 hours, so we have until about this time uh, on Thursday when we will be joined by a representative from the McCain Institute. Uh, I want to be able to report back all of the amazing things that have happened and been done by our KSL News listeners. Uh, and already the uh, the uh, Utah Community Credit Union text line uh, is lighting up, and that's five seven five zero zero. Again, share with us your Simple act of civility. That's all we're asking for, just a simple act of civility. Uh, And (laughs) I have to share this one. I think I've fallen in love with one of our texters who said, there is nothing more noble you can do than to give someone chocolate. Now, if that isn't the ultimate act of civility, I don't know what is. Uh, So kudos to that listener, uh, both for creativity and for delivering on chocolate. That's always a winner. Uh, Another one of our texters says that uh, today I'm celebrating civility. By uh, hosting a fundraiser, uh, raising awareness for Huntington's disease, uh, and I'm actually going to share the event. It's a uh, yoga in the park, 7 p.m. Memory Park in Provo. It's ten dollars. Proceeds go to help those with Huntington's disease. There you go. Check it out. Act of civility, make a difference, and then let us know about it uh, or post it on your social media feed with the hashtag Act of Civility excuse me, acts. It's plural, A-C-T-S, acts of civility uh, is the hashtag. And so use that. We'll continue to monitor that as uh, we go through the day today and tomorrow. And then we'll uh, chat with someone from the uh, McCain Institute there in Arizona and share with them what uh, their friends up in Utah have been doing to celebrate the one-year anniversary of the passing of, of John McCain. All right. I uh, promised we would talk about what business is business in these days. Uh Many of you know, I spend a, a good chunk of my life and career traveling around the world doing business consulting and a lot of strategic work. And it's always interesting to look at an organization and say, what's what's your purpose? What's your mission? What business are you really in? And more and more, what uh, businesses are finding today is that just being in the business of business is not enough for employees, especially younger employees. They want something more. So really interesting, the the business roundtable uh, made a really interesting but significant move. And so this is a group of 181 of the nation's top CEOs. And they issued a statement, uh, which I'll come to in just a minute, that focuses the fact or agrees that all of these CEOs that Driving shareholder value is no longer their sole business objective. Now, this was first reported uh, on Axios uh, by the Axios CEO Jim Vanderve, uh, and he wrote some really interesting things in terms of you know why does this matter and why why would a business invest in expanding their mission beyond mere wealth creation and then going to taking care of employees, helping their communities. You know, why would they do that? So the the shift of the business roundtable, uh, and again, it's interesting, the players in this just really fascinate me. Uh, you have the chairman of J.P. Morgan Chase. Uh, you have Jamie Dimon uh, who uh, talks about this growing pressure from employees that they, they've got to do more. It can't just be about the stock price. It just can't be – return on investment to shareholders. There has to be more than this. And this is particularly important for millennial employees. And many CEOs today are finding that it is harder to attract, train, and retain top talent, particularly in the tech field, if it is solely driven by dollars and cents and the bottom line. And I always found that to be true. Uh, in fact, this is this is what I believe. So if you're running a, an organization, I believe that people will work hard for money. People work hard to, to make a dollar. People work hard to get a paycheck and to provide for themselves or to their family. So pe- people will work hard for money. They will work harder for a great leader and think about that in your own experience Uh, think of when you've had just a really awesome boss how hard did you work how different was the experience didn't mean the work was any easier didn't mean the job was any less tedious but when you had a real leader for a boss you always work harder I think it's one of the challenges we have in the country today is we don't have leaders. The American people will work really hard for a great leader. So people will work hard for money. They'll work harder for other people, especially a great leader. And most important, people will work hardest of all when they have the opportunity to be part of a story. To be part of making a difference that again goes beyond providing shareholder value or return on investment. And it's still amazing to me how few CEOs and business executives today understand that. Some people say, well, we, we pay our employees a lot, so they should work hard for us. Well, they will. People work hard for money, but people work harder for other people, especially great leaders. And as I mentioned before, I think that is one of the challenges in many organizations today, definitely in the country today, is especially at the mid-management range, and even upper mid-management range, uh, where we really have a lack of leadership going on. And many companies flounder and wonder why, why they can't achieve their objectives. They wonder why they're just kind of floundering and just kind of getting by and maintaining the status quo, well, it's because people have disconnected because they don't have a great leader. Most problems in most organizations are leadership problems, not employee problems. And so we, we need that kind of leader because for a lot of employees, this is one of the great tragedies in businesses and organizations is when you have incredibly talented people, gifted people, passionate people, who disconnect who they are from what they do because it's too painful. I can't tell you how many employees I've seen in organizations who love the company, who love the product or service, who love the difference they're making, but who have disconnected because of leadership. Because they've either been stifled or stymied. They've either been put down or disregarded or disrespected. And none of that has to do with money. All of that has to do with leadership. So, again, people will work hard for money. They'll work harder for other people, especially a great leader. And they will work hardest of all when they are invited to be part of a cause, a real opportunity to make a difference. And that's what these members of the Business Roundtable, again, 181 of the nation's top CEOs who have all come to an agreement that – They are not going to be driven solely by the objective of business. And they actually lay out a statement of purpose for themselves or for their corporations. And it talks about they need that the American people deserve an economy that allows each person to succeed through hard work and creativity and to lead a life of meaning and dignity. We believe the free market system is the best means of generating good jobs, a strong and sustainable economy, innovation, a healthy environment, and economic opportunity for all. Uh, That's a great statement. Uh, In fact, I'm going to come back to this. We're going to pick up on this uh, one more uh, segment here as we come back, because there's so much that we've got to shift in our business culture and our political culture. I'm Boyd Matheson, opinion editor of the Deseret News. Stay with us. I'm going to give you the rest of that statement when we come back right here on KSL News Radio. Inside Sources, sources. behind-the-scenes experience in Washington and around, around the, the world. world. Here's the opinion page editor of the Deseret News, Boyd Matheson, Matheson, on KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Welcome back, everyone. This is Boyd Matheson, opinion editor of the Deseret News. Extended edition of Inside Sources will be with you all the way till three o'clock when the great Jeff Kaplan will get. Choose home safe and smart, as always, because uh, that's what he does. Uh, so I want to pick up our conversation. Uh, if you're just joining us uh, before the break, we were talking about this new challenge for many of the nation's business leaders, that what business is business really in and what is the role of business in terms of developing employees, being involved in communities, making a difference, uh, creating a great space for people to learn and grow and all of those different things. And again, for the younger generation, millennials in particular, they, they want to work at a place that's not just a paycheck. They want to be part of a cause or they want to be led by real leaders, not managers, not supervisors. They want to be led by leaders. Uh, and so it doesn't matter what the title in front is. What matters is, are you really leading and really lifting people to different spaces? So, uh, a group of 181 of America's leading businesses got together to talk about that and what is what business is business in beyond delivering value for shareholders. I did have one texture point out that you know we you have to be careful. You can't go too far down that path of uh, you know just doing things that will be good for the employees but not good for the bottom line or good for the investors or you're going to lose all your investors. Uh, not suggesting that in any way, shape, or form. What I'm suggesting is you will probably end up with a better return to your shareholders if you are doing more than just staring at the bottom line. Because if you have employees that are working hard, working smart, being led, and feel like they're part of a cause, they're going to deliver better products and service to your customers. And that will make shareholder value go up. That's the, that's the whole key to this thing. So uh, the this group from the Business Roundtable... Uh, they put out a statement. I want to read you another portion of this statement. Again, this is 181 of some of the largest organizations in the United States of America. They said businesses play a vital role in the economy by creating jobs, fostering innovation, and providing essential goods goods and services. Businesses make and sell consumer products, manufacture equipment and vehicles, support the national defense, grow and produce food, provide health care, generate and deliver energy, and offer financial, communications, and other services that underpin economic growth. While each of our individual companies serves its own corporate purpose, we share a fundamental commitment to all of our stakeholders. And then they go through some commitments of delivering value to customers, investing in employees, dealing fairly and ethically with suppliers, supporting the communities in which they work. Uh, I think that's a really critical one. Uh, generating long-term value for shareholders who provide the capital that allows companies to invest, grow, and innovate. So each of those stakeholders are real critical to the success of an organization. And I would say, and what I have seen in traveling around the world looking at organizations, is that the organizations who do have a, a real cause, who do have a real commitment, who, are, who have leaders who lead, not manage, and not mandate, uh, are always delivering better results for the financial shareholders, uh, and so it's it's really an interesting course and it's an interesting connection uh, that we we get to that. So I I applaud the business roundtable folks because I've seen far too many organizations where the employees are just so disaffected or so disconnected they've they've stopped bringing their whole self to work because it's just too painful. It's it it hurts too much to care about the organization because of the way they're treated or disrespected. uh, And it's just not sustainable for the long haul. And you can look at most problems in an organization and it's usually a leadership problem. You can say, oh, that's a product problem or, oh, that's a content problem. Oh, that's a this problem or that problem. Uh, The problem is usually a leadership problem. Uh, And so you have to get to that space if you're ever going to really create an organization that's going to be sustainable for the long haul. Uh, And to me, that's the real key. I just want to remind everyone, if you're just joining us uh, earlier on in the program today, we launched uh, a little 48-hour quest that we're all going to take together. The McCain Institute, uh, in honor of the late Senator John McCain, first anniversary of his passing is coming up on Sunday, has encouraged people to do simple acts of civility and to use the hashtag acts of civility as a way to share what you've done or what you're thinking about doing and uh, we're going to do the same. For the next 48 hours, we're going to challenge our KSL listeners to really step it up and do some acts of civility. Use that hashtag. Text it to us on our Utah Community Credit Union text line, five seven five zero zero. Five seven five zero zero. You can weigh in on the text line, as always, and uh, share with us what you're doing. What act of civility are you doing? We got a great one in during the commercial break <laughs> with just a little bit of snark in it. Uh, it said, I will be nice to Ute fans both before and after BYU beats them. Now, I do need to make sure that didn't come from uh, KSL's own Dave McCann, who uh, may be promoting his BYU-ness there, uh, but we'll, we'll monitor that one. That would be a, a real test uh, to be nice to the other side, regardless of who wins the football game that is only a little more than a week away. It is uh, it is football time uh, here in America, so we're, we're excited about that. All right, uh, I'm going to save our uh, back-to-school conversation uh, until we get back. And so let's go ahead and let's step aside for a quick news break and get you reset. This is Boyd Matheson. I'm the opinion editor at the Deseret News. Thanks for joining us on an extended version of Inside Sources. Still much, much more to come. In the final segment, I'm going to tell the Vice President of the United States to take a hike. I'll tell you where and why when we come back.